Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is the KZYX News for Tuesday, February 8th. I'm Sarah Reith. It's hard to get new paintings by an artist who's been dead for 85 years, but that's what the Grace Hudson Museum in Ukiah did a few weeks ago. A new exhibit, The Art of Collecting, features 16 paintings by the eponymous artist, donated by a museum on the other end of the state. Director David Burton talked about what happened when he picked up the phone last spring. Back in May 2021, when I got a a phone call from the director of the Palm Springs Art Museum, and he said, we've just gone through a process of uh, doing some strategic planning for our collections, and um, we think um, the, the Grace Hudson paintings we have here might have a better home with you guys in Ukiah. Uh, would you, do you want them? People who work in museums are always putting together pieces of the past, trying to figure out how to tell the old stories in a new light. Curator Alyssa Bogue found that the recent additions bring another perspective to familiar subjects. One of my favorite parts of the exhibit is right back there. There are actually three paintings of John Scott, who was a really important member of the Pomo community. He was a spiritual leader. And so Grace painted him and his family several times. And so you can see three different paintings of him right in a row, which I just really kind of love. In the full-color rendering, John Scott is wearing traditional regalia. Bogue spoke about another piece the museum acquired at an auction, and Burton explained why the museum is careful not to display objects that were actually used in ceremonies. Another, if we turn around here, there are two, well, there are three more really unique pieces. So one is a painting called the Wiley, and so she is wearing a turkey feather topknot, and Grace painted a few women wearing a turkey feather topknot, but this is the first one to enter our collection, which makes it really exciting and also makes it really exciting, is that we have the turkey feather topknot that Grace painted, most likely. It looks very similar. Grace probably would have commissioned someone in the Pomo community to make it for her so she could use it for her paintings. And I think you even see it in a couple of the other examples. And do we have an understanding of the significance of this turkey feather topknot? Is it a piece of regalia for a ceremony, or is it um, basically a hat? What's our understanding of it? My basic understanding is that it's a piece of regalia worn for dances, and Pomo dancers still wear them today. In fact, I saw Corrine Pierce um, was making one recently. So, So it's part of a long tradition, and I'm sure there's more behind it that I don't know about. One of the things we know, though, is that certain dances are sort of more for the tribe and not for outsiders. And often regalia that's worn in those ceremonial dances really shouldn't be displayed as part of museums or used as a, for a model when a painting is done, which is probably why Grace had this, this particular one that we see in the exhibition commissioned for this painting and others. So this particular one kind of represents the the sacred role that they play, but it itself is not a, a sacred piece. Correct. Museums used to preserve artifacts by dousing them with mercury and arsenic, which made them unsafe to handle. The baskets in this collection were put in a freezer to destroy any pests that may have been inhabiting the fibers or the feathers that adorn them. Some of the pieces are a combination of recent vintage paired with older items, like a tule basket stocked with round clay projectiles. 
So tule is this reed-like material that grows out in our wetlands, and you can use it for so many different things, for baskets, for um, clothing items, for canoes, for houses, just so many things. And so the thing with tule, though, is it doesn't last very long. It's quick to harvest and to make different things out of, but it just doesn't last very long. So for an exhibit um, in 2010, our then director, Sherry Smith Ferry, commissioned this from Bev Ortiz. And so this is a basket that men would use for duck hunting. So they would go out on their canoe, they would fill their basket with clay balls. And these clay balls are ones that John Hudson collected. And then they would use a sling made out of dogbane cordage and tule to kind of sling the balls at the unsuspecting waterfowl. Um, and so this is kind of a hybrid piece of um, those clay balls that we already had in our collection versus something we commissioned for an exhibit. So it's kind of a unique piece in that regard. The exhibit, being about the art of collecting, ranges widely through the literary and artistic accomplishments of all kinds of people associated with Grace Hudson, be they Pomo basket weavers, singers, or her own relatives. Since Valentine's Day is this month, the exhibit also includes a love letter to Hudson's grandmother Clarina Nichols from her second husband, the newspaper editor George Nichols. Newspapers, writing, photography, and social activism had all been in the family for generations by the time Grace Hudson had established her professional reputation. So, it seems, were women with careers. Bogue picked up on the story after the correspondence. After Clarina married George, George fell sick, and she started taking over his duties editing, which was, of course, quite rare for women to do that. And it also really made her, I think, feel more confident in her ability to speak out for the issues that she cared about. Um, and so she, you know, she was well recognized for her, her work as a women's rights activist. So it's a really kind of special piece. The exhibit, with its new and old works of art, will be open through April 10th. As we were talking about our Pomo collections, it is important for us to make them accessible to Pomo people. So if anyone is interested, they can send me an email, call the museum, leave a note at the front desk, and we'd be happy to set up a time for people to get back into the collection and see some of the materials that we have. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.